The date is July 18th, Thursday, and today I'm coming to you from Portland, Oregon. On this day in 1848, the Seneca Falls Convention, also known as the Women's Rights Convention, began in Seneca Falls, New York. It was a gathering of women and men, and their goal was to come out with a declaration of sentiments. Notable attendees included Elizabeth Cady Stanton, Lucretia Mott, Amy Post, Amelia Bloomer, Eunice Newton-Foote, and Frederick Douglass. Going into the convention, there was a question as to whether or not to include the right to vote. After a spirited debate among the ladies and a handful of gentlemen, Elizabeth Cady Stanton penned it in. Today is the birthday of Alice Moore Dunbar Nelson, African-American poet and journalist. Alice was born in 1875 in New Orleans to mixed-race parents. She grew up entrenched in Creole culture, but noticed that because of her fairer skin, she was quite isolated, particularly as a child. She was not white enough for the whites, but not black enough for the blacks. She enrolled in a teacher training program and became a teacher upon graduating in 1892 at the age of 17. In her spare time, she began writing honing her skills and producing her first book of short stories in 1895, titled Violets and Other Tales. Alice would marry three times. Her first marriage was to fellow poet Paul Lawrence Dunbar, who we got to know back on his birthday in June. Paul Dunbar was taken with Alice Moore after seeing her picture and her writing in an issue of the Boston Monthly Globe. He started courting her through letters in 1895. Two years later, the pair finally met in person and married the next year when Alice was 23, settling into Washington, D.C. The pair were compatible, but after Paul's diagnosis of tuberculosis, things went south. Or rather, they went west. Alice moved to Colorado with Paul on doctor's orders. Also on doctor's orders, Paul had begun drinking whiskey regularly. Sadly, the whiskey prescription had turned Paul into an alcoholic, and he became abusive toward Alice. Alice left Colorado and Paul for Delaware in 1902. In Delaware, Alice continued teaching and writing on the side, briefly attending Cornell University in Ithaca, New York. Paul died in 1906, freeing Alice from any commitment, and she married again in 1910 to a professor and successful doctor from Howard University. This marriage again ended in separation and then divorce. Her third marriage was to another poet, Robert J. Nelson, who was also an activist. Alice's writing began to trend more toward journalism. Her fiction and poetry turned more biting in their social critiques of America, and she became active in civil rights and women's suffrage. Her marriage to Nelson was a happy one, and he seemed to give Alice plenty of independence, which suited her well. We have all this information on Alice Moore Dunbar Nelson, thanks to the diaries she kept. In 1984, her journals were published in the book, Give Us Each Day. Today's poem is simply titled Sonnet by our birthday poet, Alice Dunbar Nelson. I've held on to this one for a few months and I'm very glad to be sharing it with you today. I had not thought of violets of late, the wild shy kind that spring beneath your feet in wistful April days when lovers mate and wander through the fields in rapture sweet. The thought of violets meant florist shops, and bows and pins and perfumed papers fine, and garish lights and mincing little fops, and cabarets and songs and deadening wine. 
So far from sweet real things my thoughts had strayed. I had forgot wide fields and clear brown streams, the perfect loveliness that God has made, wild violets shy and heaven-mounting dreams. And now, unwittingly, you've made me dream of violets and my soul's forgotten gleam. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Virginia Combs, wishing you a good morning, a better day, and a lovely weekend.